Hi, welcome to Peace of Mind Radio. I am Brian Rames. That's Eric Douglas, and that is Aaron McAndrews. And today we're talking a very popular um, topic from clients. Right, this all came about, let's say, over the last month. Right, we all were like, "Hey, what's a what's a common topic that clients talk about when they come in?" And one of them was inflation. Well, it's all over the news right now. It and, is. and you know, a couple of months back, we did the one about the meme stocks because that was all over the news, and yep. clients were coming in with with questions about it, and we're seeing the same thing right now with with our topic today. Yeah. So inflation is one of those unique birds in that there's really two sides to inflation. There's what's reported, and we're going to get into that, and then there's what's reality, which is two totally different things. Which I don't understand how they can report one thing when all reality. When reality is something totally different, but I think that's government for you, and I'll explain why they do that. Uh, and then we're going to talk about how inflation affects clients because it's not just paying more for a can of beans at Kroger. That it's way more than that, uh, and it kind of goes across uh, many lines of our life uh, and who benefits from it. So that's what we're going to tackle today. But uh, I think first of all, I think we should start off talking about what's reported. Because that's that sort of set the stage for I think the discussion is mm-hmm. this is what the government's going to report to us that's uh, what they consider inflation, and it, we ask Aaron to, to uh, get some numbers for us. So sure, walk through. Absolutely. So back in uh, 2018, the reported inflation rate was 2.44 percent. That was and that's eight. year over year, right? Correct. From one year to another, it went up two percent. Yeah. Yep. Uh, 2019, it was 1.81 percent. Again, year over year. Um, 2020 was 1.25 percent. And the, as we know, last well, last month uh, at the Fed meeting, they kind of adjusted their ex- expectation on inflation. Uh, it was at the March meeting they were saying the annualized projection was going to be 2.4 percent, and now they raised that to 3.4 percent, and then they expect inflation to go. Uh, be projected at 2.1% uh, in 2022. So um, that's kind of the news that came out last month is uh, kind of, you know, with with uh, jolt, made people a little jittery that, that the Fed sure. thought that uh, inflation is going to stick around for maybe a little longer than what they initially thought in March. But wasn't so. it in March, is it April or May, came out at 4%? Year over year, mm-hmm. so I'm assuming they're saying it's going to slow down towards the the latter part of the year. That's well, what they're well, saying. They, well, they had come out at one point; it was touching on four percent, and then they had expected it to drop to low, right. closer to three percent by the end of the year. I mean, that's still throughout the year higher than it was at the beginning of the year, right? But yeah, um, it, it definitely spiked here in the spring, and it's supposedly coming down a little bit. Although going back to your point, what's reported versus what's reality. Uh, I think the reality is I don't think too many people are feeling, you know, the effects of deflation quite yet. Yeah. Right. Well, and so. we said we said before that we even got started, how they calculate inflation yeah. is is they calculate, calculate a number of different ways, but they exclude certain certain things and the things that they exclude are the ones that have a tendency to appreciate yeah. or have the highest inflation when there is inflation. So, but why would administration Let's just, why would the government, I don't want to say administration like it's Democrat or Republican. That's not the conversation. But it doesn't matter who they are. Why would they want to report a number that may not necessarily be reality? Well, a couple of things. One, so the benefits that are tied, federal benefits that are tied, you know, Social Security, Medicare, all any type of you know, unemployment, all of these benefits typically have some type of a cost of living adjustment sure. built into you know the benefits themselves. So if there is, let's say, a five percent inflation rate, well, they have to adjust 
you know, per cost of living, make, make a cost of living adjustment on Social Security benefits and Medicare wages, ideally 5%. So it's in the government's best interest to report lower than 5% inflation or else they're going to have to pay uh, that much more in a cost of living adjustment every single year. Yeah, sure. And let's talk about the flip side of that. So the flip side of, is what's rea- what's in reality. So, um, you know, the government, every time, as prices raise, what do we pay when we're out buying goods and services? We're paying, taxes. We're paying sales tax. Okay, so um, as prices raise, the government makes more money on taxes. Uh, in turn, they're reporting what could potentially be a, uh, a lower inflation rate than what is actually happening out there. Um, so the adjustments are, are receiving uh, not as high of, a, of an adjustment as what you would that they're, what we might actually be paying out there. So, so they're basically trying to increase revenue and decrease expenses, Absolutely. basically, on the, at the yeah. end of the day. Well, and the other the other uh, piece of that is, can you imagine an administration? Now, again, I'm, this I will get slightly political here, although we like to get political internally, uh, never to our, our, never in front of our clients or anything like that. But can you imagine what administration do if they reported true inflation and it was 12 percent, which we're going to get into what we think it is in just a minute? But can you imagine rolling that out going into an election year? We have inflation at 14 percent. They're never going to do. That's never yeah. going to happen. It's never so. To your point, the biggest reason is the benefits that they have to produce. But I, there's got there's also a political side of it that no administration wants to report what true inflation looks. Well, like. well it's similar to like unemployment numbers, right? You can monkey around with the unemployment numbers and say, well, technically these people left the workforce, so right. they're not technically unemployed anymore; right. they're retired or something like that, right? So it's the same thing with inflation because you want to try to make the numbers look as good as you possibly can for for your administration, right? So. Yeah, you don't want to be heading into election years yeah. with, with high inflation numbers. Yeah, so let's, uh, just between three of us, what, what do we really think inflation is year over year? What I, I mean, I've got an idea, but what, what do you guys think it is? Just, I mean, no right answer, right? Because there's no way to really measure it. But what, what would you guys think? I'll let you take that first. <laughs> I, I would say, you know, it's just, if you're looking at, especially year over year right now versus last year, there's a, there's, it, that's a large number because think about, what was going on last year at this point in time. I yeah. mean, yeah. people were at home. They weren't traveling as much. Gas prices, I remember going to look at the past, and I think there was a times, maybe this point or maybe even a little earlier than this point last year, that the, the gas prices were down a dollar something, dollar ninety, dollar oh, yeah. oh, ninety-five yeah. or whatnot. I mean, so mm-hmm. if you're just comparing that alone, because that really has a lot of effect on what good, what we're paying at the stores for goods and everything, because we're transporting those goods and all that. Yeah, so, sure. Um, so, I mean, I would probably say it's more like probably fifteen to twenty yep. percent uh, real rate. So, Just year over year since at this point last year, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, people were hoarding cash last year too. I mean, we were talking about this in our podcast last year where. There was record numbers of the, like the savings rate had hit savings a new rate. record since I yeah. mean, in decades. It was the highest the savings rate had been just in forever, right? So, um, so, so yeah, I mean, who knows? I don't know if it's necessarily that high, but I mean, it would not be surprised. The year over year inflation rate is probably in the double digits for sure. Right. Um, well, here I can tell you this: this is how I measure it. Yes, I know I'm paying more at the gas pump for sure. Everybody knows that, uh, and it's not quite doubled, but it's you know it's up. At least fifty percent. We know that, uh, and that's a pretty good chunk of people's, uh, you know, what they spend right on zone fuel. But here's what I know: when I go to Kroger and I go, I'm kind of one of those, you know, I go religiously every Sundays when I kind of do my thing, and 
I buy the same things. Now I'll buy like Tide every once in a while as a one-off. But for the most part, I buy kind of the same things every time I go in there. Mm-hmm. I would say a year, year and a half or so ago, I was spending 110 bucks or whatever a week. And now I'm in the 130 pretty consistently. So that tells me it's up at least 15 or so percent. Yeah. Um, so I know that I know I'm spending more money, $20 a week more than what I was normally spending. Also, just think about this. I mean, how many of us just, you know, you're on the road or you're driving down the road or whatnot and you uh, stop at a place and get something to eat or whatnot, like a McDonald's or a Wendy's or whatnot. Some of those uh, value meals that they have are a dollar, dollar fifty higher for the meal than they were last year at this point in time. So sure, um, a lot of that, too. We also see those same exact signs uh, saying, you know, we're hiring now. We're pay work today, pay you tomorrow. Um, you know, giving you giving you hiring bonuses and all that. That just doesn't come with free. You know, that that's the reason why. Sure does, dude. Everything's free. <laughs> well, I'll tell you a funny story real quick though, because I was I just got back from vacation in Florida, and I, I I don't I don't do fast food. I mean, once in a blue moon, I might do fast food, but we had stopped. You know, get gas or whatever on the road trip down to Florida. And we stopped at a Wendy's. And I remember the Wendy's from back when I was in college, right? They had the dollar menu. And everything was 99 cents on the dollar menu. They don't call it the dollar menu anymore. It's the value menu. Right. <laughs> everything was like three, four bucks. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So, here's the, so here's the thing. I mean, there is, obviously, there's a difference between what's reported and what reality is. We know that. Yeah. Um, so how does that – let's just walk through the different ways that – and you touched base on one, but we'll, we'll, we'll expand on just a minute. But let's talk about the different ways that – inflation affects a client. So number one, pretty obvious, right? They, what I just mentioned, they spend more when they go out. So touch base on that. You just, any comment? I mean, literally you go to the grocery store, anything else, you just spend more, right? Well, you're spending more money out of your pocket. Um, yeah, it's pretty, pretty basic, right? Cost, the, the cost for goods and services increases. Well, the money you spend for those goods and services is going to increase in correlation with that uh, as well. Now on the flip side, um, you know, especially for the vast majority of, you know, Americans in this country that are on a salary, um, well, if your, you know, income is tied to a salary or some type of a fixed rate, is your salary keeping up with the rate of inflation? And that's where we start getting into trouble because there's a lot of salaries out there that have like a built-in 1%, 2% kicker every year with bonuses or whatnot. When you start seeing inflation rates upwards of 3 4%, that's where you start seeing trouble with the, the salaries in the country keeping up with the rate of inflation. And that's what starts making goods and services become a little bit more out of reach, especially for kind of lower middle class, middle class consumers. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, <clears throat> all right, so we know we're, all, we're paying more, right? Um, when we pay more, you mentioned this earlier, just to reiterate, when we go out and buy goods and services, we do what to the government? We're giving them, well, we're, we are paying more in taxes and sales right. tax. Yeah. Yeah. Sales tax, right? So they're getting more revenue on the sale of the goods or the services. That's right. Yeah. So government likes inflation to some degree, right? Because it, it's the way they can make more money. Right. Um, when, if, if I'm, and I'll use Kroger as an example because I said I shop there, but let's say that inflation is with a can of beans. We're going to use that as an example, right? So the person, the company that's manufacturing the can of beans, they are paying more for labor or whatnot so that now that can of beans that Kroger would normally spend, I'm just making up numbers, 50 cents a can for a year ago. Now they're paying 55 cents a can. There's the inflation. Yep. Then Kroger's going to turn right around 
and let's say they used to sell it, I'm going to make up numbers, 90 cents for that can of beans. So now they're having to pay five more cents. So now, in theory, you think it'd be 95 cents. Well, what do they do to it? Mark it up. They do. They mark it up, right? So now it's 97 cents. So you might think, well, one or two pennies a, a can of corn or whatever you're, you know, whatever you're buying is not that big a deal. But when you spread that over millions and millions and millions of products that are in their store that they're selling, Lord knows on how many uh, per day, that adds up, yep. right? So Kroger then makes more money, yep. which is a good thing, right? I mean, it's not saying, you know, the inflation goes up, they have to let, make less money. They make more money. Yeah, and well, that's a good thing. Yeah, when a lot of this was manufactured, too, because of the lockdown. So last year, when, when the supply chain got disrupted, and so you're going to feel the effects of that disrupted uh, supply chain probably for years to come in the form of inflation. So think about this, you know, the can of beans, right? Or yeah. any product that you're going to buy in the grocery store. Where does that food come from? Typically, it comes from farms, right? Okay, well, a lot of those farms were shut down you know, this time last year for a period of time. So that disrupted the supply chain. So when those farms came back on board and things started getting shipped back in, because, you know, if all the restaurants close, guess what they're not ordering? They're not ordering food. So when they're not ordering food, those farms shut down. When they shut down, they're going to shut down the supply. So now that we've ramped everything back up and the economy is kind of, you know, humming again, well, now we have an overabundance of demand, but the supply has not caught back up to demand. That's what's happened in the real estate uh, market as well. So, um, you know, that's why that's another reason why you're seeing this increased inflation is because demand right now is higher than supply and supply just can't ha has no way to keep up right now. Yeah. And plus, you know, you start talking about the cost of gas. So it's not just the price of the, the, the food itself. Okay, well, if the gas prices increase, they have to deliver the food all across the country to all these different restaurants and groceries and wherever it's going to go. Um, so that increases the cost of the goods and services as well. So, you know, the, the cost of one thing in the economy can have a ripple effect and, and affect the price of several different things. Yeah. yeah. Well, the other thing that uh, I, just, I literally had this conversation with a couple clients this past week, and they were talking about inflation and sort of walking them through the same scenario we're talking about. And what they, what they, they, they struggled to make the connection was, until we had the conversation was, I'm paying more for goods and services. That's that hurt, it's it hurts me. That's what their you know that's what their uh, conversation was about. I was like yes, but look where all the money's going. Yes, it goes to government. It you know Kroger makes more money when during typical inflation, but also it translates to the investments mm -hmm. because Kroger's making more money. We invest in funds that own Kroger, right in our four hundred one ks and other investments. Therefore, the value of Kroger goes up, so we our value of our investment goes up. So it really comes full circle. Is inflation the worst thing to ever happen? No, it needs to happen occasionally. Um, but I, I just want – the reason we brought this up is because that is a conversation that we're having more and more. Um, and it just needs to be – we just need to kind of get it out there. There is a difference between – reality and what's reported and it's a major difference well inflation is a byproduct of a healthy economy now hyperinflation might be another story that's where you're seeing kind of an over demand with an under you know a, a yeah. lower amount of supply but um inflation is absolutely healthy and when you look at times of um during times of inflation typically the best place to be is in the stock market um, because the, the the stock market is going to price in the cost of inflation because to your point the cost of goods and services goes up, and you're mm -hmm. going to see that reflected in the revenue streams for you know, companies in the stock market. 
Yeah. So I, I guess the po- point of this is that there's a difference between what's reported and what we all experience on a day-to-day basis. And it can be a major difference. The reason it's underreported is because of the various reasons we talked about. There's benefits that are required based on inflation. There's the fear factor. I mean, the other thing we didn't mention was, can you imagine if they came out and said that, you know, the government can't say, oh, we got inflation at 10 15%, the panic that would set in amongst investors. I mean, you would have a major sell-off in the market. Uh, but in all reality, they, you know, they don't want that. So they just continue to underreport it. So anyway, that, that's just another reason why we mentioned this a couple of weeks ago. So if you uh, like listening to our podcast, go back and uh, catch. It's been two or three weeks ago. We talked about um, where you get your news, where you absorb your news, and the fact that news is directed to, you know, really at who their consumer is. And if you're looking for all negative news, it's going to, you know, you got outlets yeah. that report all negative news. Same thing for positive. Uh, but this is another one that whatever is reported is not reality. And so you just have to know that and just know that reality, yes, it's more than 3% or whatever they're going to say it is, probably more like closer to 10, if not more. But that's okay. I mean, our investments are going to go up. We're making more money. Uh, Hopefully people are going back to work. Uh, So there's there's lots of positives when it comes to inflation too. Um, And those that are taking Social Security, you want there to be some inflation so you get a cost of living uh, adjustments with your benefits. So there's all kinds of different things that affect inflation. You just have to, you know, you just got to know what the difference is uh, between. It's also worth noting too, when we do financial plans for, for clients, we price in inflation and in literally yep. every single plan that we do. So every projection that we have, you tell me you're spending $5,000, $5,000 a month in expenses. Guess what? You're not spending in five, in five years. You're not spending $5,000 a month. You're spending, that time six three, seven yeah exactly yeah. you know we're adding three four percent inflation uh to that number over the next five ten years right so we need to make sure that we're projecting on our end inflationary rates as it pertains to your spending but also as your investments as well yeah absolutely well listen uh that that's sort of it for uh you know for this week talking about inflation uh we can talk about this stuff all day long so if you if you want to talk more inflation or you want to know what we're uh what eric was mentioning about about our uh planning services, make sure you give us a call, phone number 502-200-5210. Uh, you can visit us at our website, fwppartners.com. It's right up here on the wall, right behind us. Uh, well, that's the whole name, but I guess you can get there from doing that too. Uh, I think uh, Mr. Producer is putting it up on the screen. For those that are listening, the phone number again is 502-200-5210. And remember, also, we have three different podcasts. We have this one, which is more kind of financially related topics. We also have one that's uh, purely based on entrepreneurs and other small businesses in town. We like to focus on their goods and services that may not necessarily get, uh, you know, the same marketing exposure that other larger companies. So we just kind of like to focus on them. And then the third one, which is by far the most popular one in here, because we do record it on a Friday. It's our our uh, burgers and bourbon. Uh, it's pretty popular. So anyway, check us out. Uh, check them out. And if you got any comments. Uh, let us know. And if you got comments about the show, make sure you let us know if you got a topic you want us to cover. We're more than happy to uh, to cover that as well. And I'll like Eric, sign us off for another week. <laughs> yeah, check us out on your favorite podcast platform, whether that's Apple, Google, Spotify. We're on all of the major uh, podcasting platforms. If you're watching us on YouTube, make sure you check that or click that red box down there in the corner uh, to subscribe to our videos to be the first to uh, be notified whenever we drop something new. So We appreciate you taking the time to listen and watch from wherever you're doing so, and have a great day. 
The information given herein is taken from sources that IFP Advisors, LLC, doing businesses, independent financial partners, IFP, IFP Securities, doing businesses, IFP, and its advisors believe to be reliable, but it is not guaranteed by us as to accuracy or completeness. This is for informational purposes only and in no event should be construed as an offer to sell or solicitation of an offer to buy any securities or products. Please consult your tax and or legal advisor before implementing any tax and or legal related strategies mentioned in this publication as IFP does not provide tax and or legal advice. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice and do not take into account the particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs of individual investors. This report may not be reproduced, distributed, or published by any person for any purpose without IFP's express prior written consent. Securities offered through IFP Securities, LLC, doing business as independent financial partners, IFP, member of FINRA and SIPC, investment advice offered through IFP Advisors, doing business as IFP, a registered investment advisor. IFP and Family Wealth Planning Partners are not affiliated. The information given herein is taken from sources that IFP Advisors, LLC, doing business as IFP, IFP Securities LLC doing business as IFP and its advisors believe to be reliable, but it is not guaranteed by us as to accuracy or completeness. This is for informational purposes only and in no event should be construed as an offer to sell or solicitation of an offer to buy any securities or products. Please consult your tax and or legal advisor before implementing any tax and or legal related strategies mentioned in this publication as IFP does not provide tax and or legal advice. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice and do not take into account the particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs of individual investors.